Hey everybody, have you wondered where basketball players got their uniforms? We were at a basketball game the other day and I asked a boy, I said, where did you get your uniform? He said, we get our uniforms from New Jersey. Okay, that was a sad joke. In fact, yesterday was a very sad day. But the day before that was Saturday. Get it? It was a Saturday. I'm Pastor Colt. Welcome to the Daily Devotionals podcast for kids and adults. Today, we are continuing on in Mark's gospel. We are in chapter nine, and we are going to talk about the transfiguration. That's a a big word. And there's so much we can say about this. It's really a a very cool uh, experience. This is in Mark uh, chapter nine, verses two through 13. I'm going to read you some of that. I'm going to start in verse two. And if you want to read the rest of it, you can look at that. But starting in verse two, we read this. In six days, and after six days, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John and led them up, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them and his clothes became radiant, intensely white, as no one on earth could bleach them. And there appeared to them Elijah and Moses, and they were talking to Jesus. And Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, it's good that we are here. Let us make three tents, one for you and one for Moses and one for Elijah. And he he did not know what to say. He was terrified. And a cloud overshadowed them, and a voice came from the cloud. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. And suddenly, looking around, they no longer saw anyone with them, only Jesus. Okay, I'm going to stop there. If you'd like to read the rest, you sure can. I'm going to put it in the episode description. So, after six days, six days since Peter confessed Jesus to be the Christ, remember? So, Jesus says, I'm going to teach you about the Christ. And now, he is transfigured before them. Notice how Mark moves the story along. The way that he writes it, it wasn't just a bunch of different stories that are all connected, but this happened and then that happened and you can see how they all connect with one another. It's not just a bunch of random stories that kind of fit together. But Peter confesses Jesus to be the Christ And then you have this experience where the disciples, some of them anyway, catch a glimpse of Jesus's true nature of what it is to be the Christ. I think this is just really a cool thing. I'm going to get ahead of myself a little bit here. So Jesus takes Peter and James and John up on a mountain. Most likely it was Mount Hermon. You can find that on a map if you want to. When they get up there, Mark just suddenly tells us that Jesus was transfigured before them. The them there is the three disciples. But this raises some questions. What does it mean to be transfigured? Well, in the original language, the the word there is, is where we get our word metamorphosis, which means to change, right? Like a caterpillar into a, a butterfly. But This is a little bit of a problem because it's saying that Jesus changed before them. 
Are we saying that something happened to Jesus here and somehow Jesus's nature was changed? Like he went up to the mountain one way and came back a different way? That can't be what we mean. In fact, Mark explains what is meant here so that we can understand a little bit about what they saw. It is said that he became intensely white, whiter than anyone could bleach, which means he was whiter than anyone had ever seen before. That's pretty white. What do you think that means, that Jesus turned to this kind of pure white? Well, white is a symbol of purity or holiness. And the the purest of white would mean that there was none more holy or none more pure than Jesus. Well, we know that Jesus is holy. We know that he is God and his holiness is like none other. His nature didn't change, but these disciples actually caught a glimpse of his true nature. They caught a glimpse of Jesus's true holiness, of who he really was. And then as we keep going, something strange happens. The disciples notice that Jesus isn't alone, but Moses and Elijah are there with him and Jesus is visiting with them. Why? Well, that question can get a little bit complicated and it can be full of uh, speculation and guessing. But let's just think about it this way, that Moses and Elijah were prophets in the Old Testament, men whom God spoke through right? Thus saith the Lord, this is what God said. So the fact that Jesus is with Moses and Elijah is a pretty big deal. After all, Jesus is a prophet and he's part of these guys with these big names from the Old Testament. At least that's what the disciples were probably thinking. Jesus is on par with Moses and Elijah. And this is a pretty frightening experience. And we're told that they were so frightened, they didn't really know what to say, but they did suggest that they build three tents for them. So what Peter is suggesting is that Jesus was equal with Moses and Elijah, but he was saying something even more than that. And that is that God's word, he he, he wanted God's word to reside on the earth. This is the meaning of the word tent or tabernacle, that God's word would dwell with them. That is what Peter wanted. For being terrified and not knowing what to say, we need to give him some credit. He understood that Jesus was speaking the words of God and and he wanted these words to to remain with them, that that, that God would have this avenue by which he spoke to, to the people through Jesus. And he, and he wanted that to, to stay. He didn't want that to, to leave. What happens next then is a cloud overshadows them. That is a symbol of God's presence, a symbol of God's glory. And then God speaks out of the cloud and says, this is my beloved son, listen to him. Then the disciples look and they, and they only saw Jesus. They didn't see Moses and Elijah anymore. So what God is saying here is that Jesus is God's word in the flesh. In other words, Jesus was God's tent. It was how God's word was dwelling with us. In other words, they didn't need to build tents. Jesus was the, the tent and he was there with them. He had been with them all along and they, and they really, they, they missed it. 
This story teaches us something remarkable about Jesus. It teaches us that he is God and that he is all that we need. Peter wanted to build a tent for the other prophets. And that was a noble thing to to ask, but he kind of missed the point. And the point is that God sent his son, Jesus, and Jesus was all they needed. He was God in the flesh. One way we can apply this to our lives is that we often listen to other teachers. If you're listening right now to me, you're listening to another teacher. God has put pastors and teachers in our lives for a reason. Do you know what that reason is? Uh, this is this is really interesting. Some of you will say, well, he put pastors and teachers in our lives to teach us about God, to teach us the Bible. And, and those are true. But I, w- I will tell you what the reason is. But I'll tell you what the reason isn't first. The reason that God put pastors and teachers in our lives is not so we will depend on them and put them on some kind of pedestal and think that so-and-so is a teacher and so-and-so is so great and we have to listen to everything that person says and then their words become the words of, of God, so to speak. But God put pastors and teachers in your life to point you to Jesus. Remember that. God put pastors and teachers in your life to point you to Jesus. And I will be the first one to tell you this. If this podcast or any other podcast that you listen to doesn't point you to Jesus, then pass on it, right? Pass on Pastor Colt's daily devotional podcast if he does not point you to Jesus. <laughs> I long to point you to Jesus, right? Uh, then then like the, the in the transfiguration event that you will look into the word of God and you will see something of the, the true nature of Jesus. You will see Jesus more exalted, that you'll see him more worthy of your devotion and worthy of your worship. I want you to see Jesus a little bit more clearer as we look into it and dive into the Word of God. That's that's the point, that we catch a, a glimpse of who Jesus is, kind of like the Transfiguration event. Join us next time for more of the Daily Devotionals podcast for kids and adults. My name is Colt Robinson. I am the pastor of Bethel Church in Yale, South Dakota. You can find us online at BethelMBChurch.org. You can find this podcast on the web at dailydevosforkids.com or wherever you like to get your podcasts. If you have questions or comments or a joke idea, don't hesitate to give us a ring. You can have your adult help you reach out to me on the website or use the message feature in the episode description. Adults, if you like this podcast, please share it and give us a good rating that will help us help others find it. And we will see you next time.